Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's get to the show. Ho, ho, ho. Welcome to episode 236 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Nick and Drew for a holiday edition back with you, Nick. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, man. Just got in the holiday spirit last night. It's all Fat Man. Is that a movie? It's a movie. Oh, okay. I assume it's about Santa. It is. Different yes. different take on Santa. Different though. take on Santa It's altogether. Mel Gibson <laughs> as Santa. So right? like Bad Santa. No, it's a little different. Very different. It's, right. it's under the premise that like the U.S. government funds Santa okay. and Santa sort of runs an organization. Oh. And it's like He's worth billions, right, to the economy. <laughs> like, think about how much Christmas is worth to the economy, right? Yeah. The Christmas spirit and, and sure. whatnot. That all comes from Santa. But, like, because of the lack of Christmas spirit and that kids don't behave as well as they used to, his output isn't what it used to be because <laughs> there's not as much good kids in the world. So, like, the government doesn't want to pay what their contract for him is because he's not putting out enough product. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> and it's just this whole... So, so it's absurdity upon absurdity, but it's a, it's a, it's a comment on society. And, and there's also there, there's also like this sort of uh, boy genius who is a uh, you know you know billionaire's kid type. Sure. And uh, he you know wasn't a good kid, right? So he gets coal, right? Doesn't like coal. So what happens when you're a genius billionaire kid who gets coal from Santa? Turn it into diamonds, baby. No, you put out a hit on the fat <laughs> man. <laughs> so while this is all going on, there's like an assassin who's also... And the guy who plays is uh, Walter Goggins, I think is his name. Do you, he was in The Hateful Eight. Yeah. He is brilliant in this. All right. I'm going to have to check out Fat Man. Yeah, it's, yeah it's, we'll check it, it out. It's, it's on uh, Peacock. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, it's, that sounds great. And, yeah. Well, we Get got uh, we, we are in the holiday spirit here, and I am locked and loaded with Christmas trivia in our regular categories. I got a little sports, I got a little geography, history, but all little you know holiday theme, little Christmas theme, holiday theme, whatever you're celebrating, folks. I'm not here to offend. So I'm going to ask you this, Nick. Marley was dead. Marley was dead. Is the first line of what classic novel? Okay, this one I know. Ah, a Christmas Carol. It is a Christmas Carol. Charles Nick is prepared. Dickens. Charles Dickens. What an opening line. Marley was his partner, right? Yeah. Scrooge's, Scrooge's partner was Marley. Right? Marley was dead. Yep. Yep. Opening line of A Christmas Carol. Not opening line of, what was that Marley movie, The, the Dog? Marley and Me. I've oh. I, I, I never seen it. Don't, oh, won't don't. watch it. <laughs> won't watch don't. it. Well, you're already, you already lived it. You lived Marley I did already live it, and I still can't watch it. It's two hours of the saddest <laughs> ever seen in your entire life yeah, it, it, it just a sad i cannot weep thought. more when i think about it and it's like they, they make the dog so over the top like wild in the beginning and it's just a sweet lab so you just know she wasn't so yeah like i think that movie came out almost the same year right, i got rosie yeah so like, i'm just not watching <laughs> nope. this I'm so, going to ignore its existence, folks. Yeah, well, Marley Was Dead is from A Christmas Carol and Bah Humbug, Ebenezer Scrooge. One of the great, incredible books. Wasn't right? Trey's dog Marley? Yeah. If I remember correctly, yeah. right? Trey's dog was Marley. Sure. Trey's, yeah. Way before there was a Marley named and after, Me movie. Named after Bob. Most people named their dog Marley after Bob. I met We met Marley and Nesta, remember, in uh, West Virginia 
on our trips across so, country where we left our CD collection that we never got back. Yeah, my, my neighbor had a Nesta also, yeah, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Bob's middle name. Yep, Bob Nesta Marley. Absolutely. You get free trivia, reggae trivia here on the Christmas <laughs> edition, folks. You didn't even know it was coming. All right, I have one. Oh, wait, what do you think of Scrooge? Do you like that take on a Christmas yeah, show? Yeah, I love uh, Bill Murray. So he, I think he just carries that. But yeah, there's there's some real funny parts of that. Yeah, I, I haven't just, watched, I just it, with my, it. I haven't watched it with my kids. Yeah, you know, know it, it's would, funny yeah. because, like, it really does shine a light on, like, what the 80s was of this, like, ultra jerk executive TV producer. Like, yeah. that's really what the theme was. Yeah, you know, and he plays like, that great. Oh, yeah. And, and you know who's underrated as heck in that movie is Bobcat Goldthwait. If you remember, Bobcat's the guy he fires. He's like, ah, I don't think you should show this TV ad on Christmas. It's going to kill people. <laughs> and then it, like, kills an old lady. <laughs> yeah, like, that guy had some window, man, because he, he was brilliant, but he was in about four things. Uh, it's uh, Well, his story, man. Uh, would, he was on that show Happily Ever After playing, like, Floppy the Puppet or something, and he stole Nikki Cox from, from uh, Kevin Connolly. Do you ever hear that story? No. Oh, my God. So Kevin Connolly is doing this show, Happily Ever After, which was like a really bad version of... Uh, is Kevin Connolly E? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, what I yeah, thought. Yeah, he's awesome. I, I, and, and this show wasn't even bad. It was just what it was. Which it was just was before Entourage after Entourage. Way before. Okay. He was like almost like a child actor. He was like 20. I, so I didn't realize he had a career before. Yeah, he had, he had a career before that. And so he was on this show for a long time. It was a sitcom that was like loosely based on Married with Children called Unhappily Ever After, except the spin was they had Bobcat Goldthwait as a puppet rabbit that just for some reason was a talking puppet rabbit that was part of this family. Okay, so normal family. <laughs> normal other family than... other than the fact that there's a talking puppet rabbit that somehow appears for comedic relief for some reason, right? And uh, Adam Sandler's guy who's in every one of his movies is like the dad in it. Like he's the guy who always plays like the executive and he's he, – you'll as soon as you see him, you'll be like, oh, yeah, I know him. Um so he's dating Nikki Cox, who's playing his sister on the show. Have you ever seen Nikki Cox? Yeah, I know Nikki Cox. Yeah, right. So he's like, I, I can't tell you one. He looks thing like a fifteen-year-old little kid, and she looks like Nikki Cox. I was gonna say I, I can't think of one thing she was ever in. Well, she was, but in I, this. I do know who she is. Yeah. So she was on this show with him, and he, they're dating for years. Season four, she cheats on him with Bobcat Goldthwait and leaves him for the puppet. So this guy had to live with the humiliation of having Nikki Cox leave him for the puppet. In real life. Though. In real life. Not on the show. Not on okay. the show. Gotcha. Wow. No. Yeah, All in right. real life. And then yeah. the show ended. Yeah, it was not good. And, like, he owns that story. Like, good for it. By the way, did much better. He's married to this Colombian, like, supermodel that's like, you would just look at her and be like, uh, okay. They have a kid together, but they're not married. And Nikki Cox? No, not so good. What do you got for me, Nick? <laughs> uh, let's go with... Can you tell me the first time... Or I guess what I'm, what, I'm, what I'm actually looking for is I'm looking for the song title here. Uh, what is the first song to go to number one on the Billboard charts in three distinct times? So in other words, makes a run to number one. Goes off, makes another run to number one, goes off, but does it three times. It's only happened once. Okay, so we're in Christmas season. So you're not asking me about Bohemian Rhapsody. Which did it twice, right? Did it right? twice because yeah. of the Wayne's World thing. Right. So the only... Journeys don't stop believing. Right. The only the, thing I could reasonably think of here 
that makes any sense to me is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. 2019, <laughs> 2020, <laughs> and 2021. Jesus. Mariah. We just can't put out another song. That song's been out for a decade. <laughs> But goes to number one now every Christmas. Every single Christmas. We can't write, nobody can write another song. A Christmas uh, well, song. Uh, listen, I mean, John Legend Sia, made a whole album. Sia, we can't get that Sia out there. wrote a new Christmas song, wrote a whole Christmas album of totally original songs, right? I, I mean, listen, I, I'm Sia's trying fine. so hard. See, it's fine. I'm calling on Adele, Lady Gaga. Let's get let's get right, everybody like in on it. We need to put out a new Christmas song and keep this off the number one charts God. next year. If we go four years in a row with "All I Want for Christmas" is the number one song in the country, uh, whose fault is that, really? Please, no. Every Billie Eilish is Rascal Flatts still a thing? Who's <laughs> <laughs> the guy from I mean, the Voice? Lady A? What do you somebody got? Get, 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 <laughs> Don't you somebody, love Christmas? Everybody get in the studio. Let's pump out some new Christmas songs and let's keep All I Want for Christmas off the charts next year, please. Don, please, please, please. All I Want for Christmas is a new song at number one <laughs> next year. All right, Nick, this is a fascinating one. Um, I have a clue, so I could give you the clue, or do you want it without the clue? Uh, let's go no clue first. No clue but first. But if you see a stunned look on my face. No, there's the not going to be a stunned look on your face. I could almost guarantee that. So I, w- I will give you the no clue first. Here you go. You ready? Yep. Fa- uh, what was the first company to use Santa Claus in advertising? Coca-Cola. Ah, he's all over it, folks. He needs Boom. no clue. He already knew the question. Boom. I actually got in big trouble over this recently. Oh, yeah? This, this is a good thing. Yeah, because, um... Maybe we were watching a Christmas story, you know, something with the kids, and uh, wife was around, and one of the kids made a comment about Santa being fat. <laughs> fat? And somebody makes fun of him because he dropped a pass in a pickup game, or says he's fat, and he comes home crying to his mom? You'd understand. Speaking of fat, man, and I was like, eh, Santa really isn't fat. You're I'm like, a kid because he's, he's fat. I think he's just a big dude. I don't know why I got in this conversation. I was like, Santa's more of just like a big guy. You know, he's not necessarily fat. And uh, and I think I might have made a comment of like that the reason we look at Santa the way we do is simply because of a Coca-Cola ad. And that's where we get the image of Santa today. And as, you know, my wife heard me saying that, she was like, why are you talking about this you know, at what time would the Santa? It's, it's, I'm at the point where I got a ten-year-old and an eight-year-old, right. and I'm still doing Santa. So yeah. it's like, you know, so, uh, come on, kids. <laughs> you recognize? No, listen, I I sold it I mean, the right way because I I've got the same problem. So what I did was I explained the army of Santa theory. Okay. Okay. There's a head Santa. Mm-hmm. He might have even existed 300 years ago. We don't even know what the deal is. He has trained an army of Santas, and they have a special order of the Santa. And there's Santas that are specially trained from the original Santa, and they go out and be Santas for everybody. Are you having any trouble with your story still holding up? So, like, for instance, my story was always the real Santa was the storybook land Santa. And I don't know why I pigeonholed myself into that, but that was kind of like the because he's in a house. There's a Mrs. Claus. Yeah, that's, he looks really real. Yeah, they. It's not like a fake guy at the mall. No. So years ago, I came up with that, and, right. and now it's like we're at Storybook Land, and it's like this is the real Santa. Just I don't know. It's getting. It is for us it's kids getting, today. It's getting dicey. I don't know how much longer. 
Well, I, I mean, now I, two days I, I out. I say you so pivot to the army of Santa. I'm going to make it. I'm going to make it through this year. I think you pivot to the it, army it gets of Santa. Harder, it gets harder and harder as they get older and older. I saw this wonderful video. You know, the elf on the shelf. That, of course, uh, I have. Yeah, Alpha Bell is my elf on the shelf. So this one kid's like, you know, uh, wanted to watch the security footage to see the elf move. Oh, right? Yeah, see, this one. It's so, like if your kid could do security so, footage. So, the, so this kid. So the parent. The parent had the elf, like they positioned the hand so they couldn't see the hand behind the elf, that the elf like walks up to the camera and then smothers it with the Genius. <laughs> with the black thing. <laughs> so the kid in the middle of the night sees the elf like creep up to the camera and oh. like put its hand elf hand on it and like black it out. Wow. That's like that is some next level stuff. (laughs) You plant that footage and that'll mess with that kid's head for the rest of his life. Like, no no no. It's real. I saw that elf. It looked me in the eye. It knew I was looking. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Gosh, I forgot what we were even doing here. We could do sports, we could do uh Uh, I I got one more quick one I could give you in general knowledge. Okay. Um I'll do a more or less than more or less than one thousand feet. Ooh. Or legs. Ooh. More or less than 1,000 legs. The rockets. What am I looking at? The millipede with the most legs has more or less than 1,000 legs. The millipede with the most legs has more or less than 1,000 I'm in a giving mood, Nick. It's Christmas. I'm going to say more. More. You're right. Why not? You would have been wrong last Overs week. Overs Club. Because they found that that creepy <laughs> yes, thing yes. buried. That it used fossil. to be seven hundred and fifty legs was, and then they found one with fourteen hundred. Yeah. So it's almost double. It would look like a rodent. It was the size of a rodent. Fourteen hundred. I'm just legs. glad I'm around now and not then. When those things are, yeah. you know, I didn't, I didn't get this in the quiz because was like, it's Christmas Ooh. quiz, and I didn't want to disturb you uh, with this. But <laughs> let me let me Sorry. ask you an over under back. Okay. Over under. 25,000, the right. number of people that suffer a fatality a year in Australia from spider bites. Wow. Okay. Well. Country of multiple millions of people. Yeah. Yeah, I really don't know much about the population of Australia. I know they have a lot of large cities. If I had to guess the population of Australia, I would guess it to be under 100 million, but. I have no idea, but it's, you know, maybe, it's definitely but, under 100 million. Maybe like 65 million to 85 million would be my guess, but I'm, I have nothing to go on with that. Um, so 25,000. That's a lot. That's a lot. Considering I don't know anybody. 25 million is the population oh, that's of Australia. It? Yeah, 25 million? 25 million. So you're telling me 25,000 die a year? I, I got to go under. No one's died since 1983 okay. of a spider bite <laughs> in Australia. <laughs> wow. They got I it all covered. That. They got anti-venoms of every spider species in the country everywhere. They're prepared. They're prepared. They're prepared. They've seen these things. <laughs> They're aware. So if you're worried about dying in Australia of a spider bite, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Now, that's shocking. That no, right. I mean... Not a single I fatality. Many, I wonder how many people in America. Like I would, I would guess at least. I had a you thousand. thinking about twenty five thousand a year dropping. It did seem high. But if I had said over under a thousand, you could have been like, hmm. Now a thousand. Oh, a thousand. I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over easily. Right. Easily. I'm thinking there's a thousand in America that died. I'm glad I got that one in there. It gives you some Christmas spirit. <laughs> so, all right. Did I answer your question? You did. It okay. is now time for sports. Okay, let's do it. You ready? The ready. NFL stopped playing games on Christmas in 1971. 
Okay? You know why? Ratings. No. The longest game in NFL history was played on Christmas Day in 1971. So then right? after that, there were... People like... were so aggravated because it took up so much of Christmas Day. What decade did the NFL finally come back with Christmas football? All right. I have a lot of opinions on Christmas football because as a um, fan whose team plays on Christmas, yep. I, I don't often like have... But, but I will say this. It's nice to a, have. A Christmas Day game... Yeah. So Packers are playing a – whatever, a Christmas game better than a Christmas Eve night game. Don't like that. I had a Packers like 8 o'clock I do game not like that at all. Christmas, Christmas Eve is saying yeah, – like, no. I and I think we're playing like the Vikings. Right. And it's, it's week like, 15. Yeah, like, and what it, are you doing? Against, and, and, I, like, and I got this game on a Christmas Eve night. Yeah. So that I don't like. I do like so – I do like like the fact that the Packers are playing at 4 o'clock on Christmas. Oh, yeah. awesome. By then you're – You've done the kids. You're with people. You know, probably only right yeah, eating, start drinking, <laughs> yeah. and watching yeah. TV, yeah. loving it. Uh, but an actual Christmas Day game can I relate to? I'm going to say 2020 to 2020s, 1980s. Oh, they went right yeah, back they, to they, it. No, 1989. So oh, it was almost 20 years. They 18 years in between okay. Christmas Day games. So we we basically grew yeah, up I just, without. I ever. can't remember watching a lot of uh, Christmas, uh, a lot of football on Christmas. I was probably like an executive, like Bill Murray. It's like Christmas. Let's get the game back on. Yeah. Well, there's Iron. always that bowl game on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you yeah, get yeah. a random bowl yeah, game. Yeah, the Christmas bowl. It's your chance to watch, uh, you know, Army play. Yep. All right. What do you got for Texas me in sports? I got one more for you before you do geography history. What um, what is the most watched sports league in the world? What is the most watched sports league in the world? People watching cricket? No. A lot of people in India. Oh, God. All right. So this is a tough question because my gut actually tells me it's probably racing. It's probably Formula One racing. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, It's a rich man sport. His, but it's so unbelievably popular in certain countries. But I also know, like, the Barclays Premier League is exceptionally well watched, but so is the NFL. And uh, we're England. They're, we're bigger than England. But worldwide. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's that's the that's question. Point. Right. So I think I, you're I'm all over the this. Barclays Premier League. You're right. The EPL is the most watched league in the world. Makes sense. Because people care about soccer worldwide. Yeah. People don't care about NFL yeah. worldwide. Uh, but, like, you know. As much. The, the Super Bowl the, the, the is The battle becomes, watched, is it the Premier League or is it La Liga? Or is it the Premier League, you know. It's the Premier League. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because. So, what decade did the Premier League begin? 90s. Isn't that crazy? The yeah. most watched league in the world but began in 1992. It, it was just called something different be- before that. So there was the top tier of English football, but it was just called the top tier of English football. It wasn't called the Premier League. So they just sort of reshuffled it for branding purposes, but it was still the same promotion relegation thing, same tier system. Okay. And that's why they have like – it's, it's like promotion relegation, but – it's, it's almost it's like, like uh, pre-Super Bowl, post-Super Bowl era. That's how they treat the Premier League. Gotcha. Right? So, so it's like, like saying if the NFL changed champion, to something completely Right. If different. you won the NFL championship in – if you won the, the English football championship in 1988, you never won the Premier League, but you won the English football championship in 1988. Understood. Same, Understood. same exact thing. And, like, there are certain teams that have never won the Premier League but are, like, all-time teams because they dominated 
yeah. know, back in the day. Did like the Lions Aston ever Villa. win back before the Super Bowl? Like, there's a, I think there's right, a couple yeah, the, of teams the, the Lions won have won before. an NFL championship. Right, right, right. That's, For a while, the Eagles were like that. Same until thing. They finally yeah. hit the it was just a TV, TV scam. But all right, this is a good one. On Christmas Day 2004, Nick... Kobe and Shaq squared off for the first time since Shaq was traded. Kobe, how my ass paid. <laughs> yeah. All right, check it. Check it. You know how I be. Last week, Kobe couldn't do without me. You know how I be. Last week, Kobe couldn't do without me. I call myself big, but I'm not as good as Biggie. I call myself big because I live next to Diddy. Excuse me, Diddy live next to me. So in a hood dog, I feel like B.I.G. Because if Biggie was still here, he would be right there. On Star Island in the mansion somewhere chilling. Sitting on about half a billion. Because me and Guns combined shit, that's half a billion. For real, dog. Now that's B.I.G. Ain't nobody in the world do it bigger than me. That's like a white boy trying to be more than me. That's like a homeless cat having more figures than me. That's like Patrick Ewan having more rings than me. That's like rappers having cars trip things than me. That's like you saying to yourself you're better than me. That's like Kareem saying to himself he's better than me. Now stop. Think about that. It ain't about that. It's about P.I.G. A.K.A. Big Shaq. Now that's the difference between first and last play. Kobe, again, tell me how my ass tastes. The greatest things ever. ever ever heard in my entire life. Uh, I still you, remember seeing that for the first time. We were on Marion Avenue and just laughing our asses off. I like, could not I still can't stop laughing. That was one of the funniest things. It's like something. Kobe. How my ass Kobe, how my ass tastes. Was that Shaq in Miami, right? At a club after the game. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, on Christmas Day 2004, Kobe and Shaq squared off for the first time since Shaq was traded. Which team won? Miami. Yes. <laughs> Miami right. Yes. Yep. 104, 102. Kobe missed a three at the buzzer. How about it? Yep. How about it? Rimmed out. Would have had him, too. Yo, whenever you see these like dynasties break up, people not getting along in sports, or bands breaking up, there was nothing like Kobe and Shaq leaving each other. That they might have been the best compliment to each other, ever. and they were they the two best players. Row. Two of maybe the ten best players of all time yeah, playing like together, and they couldn't get along. Yeah, it was like Only Michael, but Michael with Wilt Chamberlain. <laughs> Not exactly. Bill Cartwright. And honestly, who's better, Shaq or Wilt Chamberlain? I don't know. Shaq. Right? And yeah, Shaq would have killed mean, Wilt. Are you kidding and me? Kobe's... Not Jordan. But he's like Jordan B. And he might not be LeBron, but he's magic. I think he's better he's than I think Kobe's better than LeBron, but not as good as Jordan. Do you think he's better than LeBron? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, different players all different together. Different players all together. Yeah. LeBron is a better compiler of statistics. Well, he's also much better defensively. I guess if there's, I needed one guy to get a bucket, I would go Kobe, but yeah, all Kobe career, Kobe was LeBron. exceptionally clutch and he was an offensive ma- maestro and he was just Maybe a little bit of a better passer, maybe a little bit of a better maneuver without the ball, but defensively, they're not close. LeBron's a much better player defensively, yeah, and uh, but, at least yeah. in his prime, and like in terms of all around game, probably. But I'd still take it'd be close to if LeBron, you know, a couple of years ago in his prime, and Durant were on the same team. Put it this way: I would rather have Kobe with Shaq than I would rather have LeBron with Shaq. Kobe is a better compliment to Shaq. I don't need LeBron with Shaq. I need Kobe right. 
being right, just Dwayne. deadly from anywhere you put him. Exactly. And LeBron, not that he isn't, but it's just he's he's a different guy. It was a, like Steph and, and Durant. If they had stayed together, they would have won way more championships. Stuff. But yep. again, they're not as complimentary as say yep. Shaq and Kobe were. All right. Well, we know how Kobe's ass tastes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Let's. Uh, you want to move on geography history, or you got? I know one more sports if you yeah, want. Yeah, it. yeah, I'll take another sports. Right, go back. I don't really. I have like one geography history. Actually, I will I make two. that one. I have quick. two. I have two. All right. Uh, 1966. Who became the first batter in history to strike out 1,500 times in a career? Ooh. The year was 1960. Mickey Mantle. You got it. Yeah, Mickey he Mantle. was the strikeout maestro. He was all or nothing. All Mickey, or nothing. Mickey, Mickey Mantle. Mickey Mantle. You got Born it. Born in. I was wondering where he ranked all Born time. in. Born in what city? city? Where's he from? We visited. You don't remember? Is he a... Went to a sports bar. Like this awesome downtown area that we were like, God damn, this is an awesome downtown Midwest? Southwest. South Central. Oklahoma City? Oklahoma City! Yeah, okay. It was in there somewhere, Drew. Yes, it was. Sometimes you just... Mickey from Oklahoma City. Remember they had the Mickey Mantle sports bar right on the riverfront? Down there. Yep. And, uh, no, no, I do. Got great directions. Else. We got the great directions yeah. from that sports Yeah, yeah, yeah. we did. We it was did. a slow night in downtown Oklahoma it City. It was. It, I believe the Packers were playing on Monday Night Football. It was either, yeah, it was a Monday Night Football. It's an awesome city. A horrible, it's funny how the things you remember, a horrible roughing the passer call yeah. on that defensive end we took from uh, Florida State in the first round who never really became much. I can't remember his name. I'll, I'll get there, but I know he was exactly definitely a who you're talking about. And it was a horrible pass interference call, and the Packers lost Ooh, the game. That's going to drive me crazy, that guy. We were name. in Oklahoma City. I can, I can picture him in my head. J. There's a J in oh. Reynolds. J. Javon. God, that's going to kill me. Let's look it up. Packers. First round D end, Florida State. Usually, you put enough of those things in there. Yeah, I mean, how many? How many could there be? Let's see. Ah, NFL first round picks. Look at these guys. Oh my God, boy! I wouldn't put this list up if I were them. I would. Is this the Florida State first round list? Florida State's putting this up That's on their own website. Came up first online Javon too. Walker was your wide receiver. Oh, oh, Jamal Reynolds. That's it. Defensive I was close. Man. You I was were close. right there. Yeah, you close. were right there. That's and it's it. funny. You took Javon. Uh, you took Jamal Reynolds in 2001. Javon Walker from Florida State in 2002. So you must have had a scout there that year. Yeah, we actually traded Javon Walker for a nice bounty. Yeah, you sure did. That ended Greg up Jennings. being Greg Jennings. You yeah. got a number one pick. You traded and, him to uh, Denver, and he was nothing when he we went got to Denver. Collins, Nick Collins Nick from Thane Cookman in that deal. Yeah, that was a like, great draft. Yeah, but Jamal Reynolds, no good. But no. listen, I mean, this is this was. But that call great. was all. You ready? These are first round picks. Brian Burns, actually, a pretty good player. Derwin James, not a bad player. Jalen Ramsey, uh, Jameis Winston. Now it starts to get ugly. Cam Irving, Kelvin Benjamin, EJ Manuel. Bjorn Werner, Xavier Rhodes had a decent career. He's good. Christian Ponder, Patrick Robinson was pretty good. Lawrence Timmons, Ernie Sims, Camerian Wimbley, Bodrick Bunkley, Antonio Cromartie. I liked him. Bodrick Tra- Bunkley was a uh, eagle, right? Eagle, yeah, yeah. Travis Johnson, Alex Barron. I mean, huh. hey man, first round picks are not locks. Uh, no, for sure. no, they are not. Um, all right, let's go geography history. Yes. The, yes. the Nutcracker premiered in what city in 1892? 
1892, the Nutcracker, Tchaikovsky. I'll go with Moscow. St. Petersburg. Ah, you son of a... But that's where the... Same, I figured you'd get it because the... Well, the Moscow Ballet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. St. Peters, but St. Petersburg was more the art home. Gotcha. You know what? I didn't know that. Yeah, well, now, now you do. I do. <laughs> yes. But, uh... All right. So St. Petersburg is where you want to travel for the art. Yes. Moscow is sort of like the government, head of government. Yeah, yeah. That's where the Kremlin is yeah. downtown. They do have the Moscow Ballet, ballet, and it's famous, but St. Petersburg was much more the... would have been hard to get me off of Moscow on that without knowing that St. Petersburg was sort of the... How far away are they from each other? Far. Yeah. Have you ever looked at a map and where St. Petersburg is? It's like across the river from like Finland or something. I mean, it's, it is so far away. Okay, but it's still in Europe. Yeah, pretty sure. Because yes. Moscow's in Europe. Yes, yes, it's on the European side, but it's far from Moscow. It's not like in Mongolia. No. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> Interesting city. Uh, go with Europe, then. What European capital is known as the Eternal City? Familiar with that? Rome? Yes, Rome is the Eternal be. City. Right. Yeah. As long as Rome stands, the world stands. Then it yeah. <laughs> and the world fell. Yeah, the, the, dark, it, the dark ages is <laughs> yeah. pretty pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, I'm starting to hit Rome now, right? So I found this amazing book that ties in Egypt, Greece, and then transitions to Rome. Cool. And that's what I've needed because I I think I've covered Egypt and Greece. Did, you did some uh, any uh, any pyramids? Oh uh, uh, yeah, I'll come could, for you could, with could, that at some point. Okay, but okay. I, I wasn't able to. Uh, 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 so I mentioned Snefru. He was the guy who built the red pyramid. His kid was Cheops. He's the one that built the Great Pyramid. Right. Okay. So if you're going to ask me that, don't. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, OK. I kind of don't really. This is this is like more of a Christmas question than it is geography history, but it's kind of hi- historical. So candy canes. Everybody loves candy canes. Right. My kids do. Yeah. Uh, see, by the way, sticky. candy cane lane. I, I, I want you to hear it. I want you to tell me if it's a Christmas hit. Okay, because right. it's been stuck in my crawl. I can't get it out. Okay, and I think I like it, but I can't tell if I like it or not. So I, I'm going to make you decide at some right. point in time if if that's the new, if that's something we might be able to push. Because I hear it on the radio. They're trying to get it out there, but not successful. All right. So candy canes are modeled after what? Candy canes are modeled after what? There's a specific reason canes. I mean, it's canes. not so. It's not canes, like a cane, right? I mean, isn't yeah, but more specific. That's what than I would have thought. A cane. Well, yeah, more specific can, yeah, than a more cane. specific. It comes from a very specific Christmas thing. Oh, it's a very specific Christmas thing. Yes. Hmm. Right. Like, why would they just use canes? I see what you're saying. Um, boy. Try to picture like is there a large cane that is used in wrestling up reindeer? <laughs> I'm gonna wrestle you reindeer. Right, like how do you hook those reindeers up? Do they use a giant cane? I, I, I'm trying to think of where I have seen There's, such a you're, you're actually not so far off as bizarre as that sounds. Like you're not in. Like, I have good antenna for this kind of you're, thing you're, you're usually, in, but. You know, I don't know that I get all the way home if I don't know what it is. Um, Rassle you. Uh, man, like some sort of a staff. Like, is it a. Ooh. Whose staff, though? Ooh. Is it Santa's staff? Ooh. <laughs> Santa's staff? Ooh. Well, think Christmas. You got the right word. 
something Christmas. And I got the right word. So it's something staff. Staff? Who uses a staff? What profession uses a staff that has a shepherd? Oh, a shepherd uses a staff. The shepherd staff. <laughs> the reindeer. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's modeled after a shepherd it's staff. Modern. The candy Whew, cane is modeled tough, after the shepherd staff. That's 100% gettable. correct. Yeah, absolutely. That is gettable. Makes sense, right? Because the shepherd scene, the nativity, is one of the famed scenes. There's a Christmas. staff That's right there. the staff right there. I got one on my mantle right now. Candy cane staff. I have a staff on my mantle. Well, that's good information, folks. Drew, because I could use that uh, with my kids tonight. Like, yeah. Boom. That's that why I do what right I do. There? That's, that's where the we get candy staff. canes from. That's right, kids. All right. What do you got? I got one more left for you, and then we're... Uh, you want entertainment? Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to entertain. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, I guess I have two for entertainment. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, what husband and wife are projected to be battling out the Oscar for best song this year? So the husband and wife could each be nominated for the Oscar for best song on opposing sides. Awesome. Yeah. Don't have the slightest clue. I'm going to go Tim McGraw and Faith Hill. Oh, I thought you would go that way. It's the only husband and wife combination. There's I'm another husband and wife combination. That's equally as strong. I would say maybe even stronger. Ooh, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Beyonce and Jay-Z. That's the only Each have a song can... out there. Hey, be okay, well, Beyonce's going to win. Spoiler alert. <laughs> They're not giving it to you, Jay-Z. They it would like kind of be great if Jay-Z did win, though. They're not going to give it to him. I could, I could assure you, Nick, if you want me to place money right now. What if they right give now, it to Jay-Z and then Kanye comes out and tries to take it from him? <laughs> <us? laughs> that's, that's good marketing. It. Yeah, Kanye is probably going to be rude in that <laughs> regard, so no good. Um, oh, all right, that's a good one. Nick, this is a true or false question for you. True or false, Jingle Bells was written for Thanksgiving. All right, so Jingle Bells. Jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Hey. Do I mention Christmas even in this song? Or am I playing <laughs> tricks with you because I got real bored? Hey. There really is a need for more Thanksgiving songs. Well, that's what I'm... Besides that's Alice's the, Restaurant. But that's I the reason why Thanksgiving gets skipped over and we start listening to Christmas music right away because Halloween has awesome music. There's a whole genre of, like, spooky Thriller, tunes and, you know, Monster like, Mash. the Monster Mash. Spooky, spooky little girl like you. Yeah, there's a million mm, things, mm, man. Mm, like, uh, mm, mm, anything Elvira. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's, just, yeah. You know, just whatever. And, 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 and Yeah, just anything that's got, you know, Werewolves of London. Yeah. Like, you could pretty much pull in Frankenstein. Any, yeah, anything creepy. Uh, but uh, there's nothing in Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving gets gets the... I feel I've never told you. Story of the Ghost. That's right. From my uh, favorite band. All right. So I'm going to say this one's true, Drew. It sounds like Thanksgiving to me. It was. Sure. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's funny is now like Thanksgiving 65 degrees. It was actually so written in, in like the autumn. Uh, and it was written It was written for a Sunday school choir and his drinking song, but nobody can correlate it to Christmas. It became a Christmas music song during the 1860s and 70s uh, as, as it was featured as a parlor song in the 1880s. But it was not written for Christmas. It was written as a Thanksgiving song. Yeah, so I'm actually thinking that's... Uh, I'm actually thinking that's... Uh, is that the number one Christmas song of all Christmas? The most sung Christmas song? Jingle Bells 
composed here. So this is pretty cool. Uh, it says, On this site stood the Simpson Tavern, where the 1850 James Pierport wrote the song Jingle Bells in the presence of Mrs. Otis Waterman, who later verified that the song was written here. Pierport had the song copyrighted in 1857 while living in Georgia. Jingle Bells tells the story of the sleigh races held at Salem Street in the early 1800s. Salem, Massachusetts? Uh, Salem Street, yeah. Medford, Massachusetts. Okay. So, yeah, there you go. There's definitely snow on the ground Thanksgiving time up there. Yes, absolutely. All right, got one more for you. Go for it. Rolling Stone magazine, they made a list of the 100 greatest guitarists of all time. Mm. What band was best represented having four of its members on that list? The Yardbirds. Not right. Damn it. Three. Ah, you <laughs> son of a bitch. That's not nice. On Christmas. It's not nice. On Christmas. It's not nice. You knew that was a hard one to pull out anyway because you got Clapton, you got uh, you got Jimmy Page, and then you got, uh, uh, what's his name, is also a Beck. genius. Jeff, Jeff Beck. Yeah. Right. You can't do better than that. But apparently, you can. Apparently, you, you actually can. can. Apparently, you can do better than that. You actually can. I mean, there's only one other it could be. So, I wouldn't think this would jump out at you quickly enough. This would? This should jump out at me? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, of a hundred, there's only 100 guitars on the list. What band had four guitarists? I mean, most bands don't have four guitarists. No. So... Ever. Is Clapton part of this mix no. also? No, so it's not like, like Cream was just right. him. Yeah. God. Why is my. I, I am drawing an absolute blank on a band that has had multiple guitarists come through the mix besides the Yardbirds, who are just an old example. I, I, I can't. I can't process, and I'm just got to try to think of great guitarists. I'm not sure if that's the, you know, I don't know. I guess that's a way to do it. Um, if you could think of like a band that might have had a little bit of tragedy, and then another guy came in and alcoholism into the, you know, like like stories like the Almond Brothers. There it is, it's the Almond Brothers. The Almond Brothers, really? Yeah. Okay. Dicky so Betts, Dwayne, Dwayne Almond. Uh, Derek Der- Trucks and Warren Haynes. Oh, Jesus. That's incredible. You forget that four incredible. four incredible guitarists. Yeah, well, I mean, that's embarrassing that I... I mean, I got there in terms of thinking about it, you but I just didn't realize... You probably were thinking that, that... No, I just didn't think Derek Trucks got the recognition. He was number 16 on the list. Oh, yeah. Well, I've... Yeah. I believe it, but I just yeah. didn't think that Rolling Stone you know would it's, believe it's, 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 He's it's a jam band guy. Yes, he's he's yes. personal to And his, um, his stage presence doesn't exude... And he's not like slashed. He sat stage. in my trailer, silent, yeah. just sitting he's down, quiet, looking at his feet dude, for just four hours. Just shreds. It was absolutely remarkable. Nah, and him and Susan Truck, or him and Susan Tedeschi, like yeah, that Tedeschi trucks awesome. is incredible. Nah, everything they do is really remarkable. So, um, all right, I like that one. Uh, you got anything else, sir? That was it. That was my wrap right. for the year. Uh, one, one last one here. Okay. One last one. First sport activity. The Charlie Gang Brown participate in on Charlie Gang or Charlie Brown's Christmas special. 
The first sport activity? Yes. What's the first sports thing? What's the first activity you see them? Per- what's the first thing you see in that legendary Christmas special? Yeah. So I was a big fan of this, but unfortunately my kids do not like the Peanuts gang at all. Oh. So I, I don't watch this every year anymore. My, yeah. I, I did it when they were young. but I had a hard time getting her into it. Yeah, they, they just, for whatever reason, the animation probably just bores them or whatever. But um, I just, since you said sports thing, it's going to be hard for me to get off of football because yeah, of that famous scene. Yeah, because that's what everybody reminds. Yeah, Is but that it's right? actually skating. Skating? Yeah, yeah. See, I was going to say. It I opens think up like, with them skating. Because I love the, the behind the back mm-hmm. where he <laughs> had <laughs> his <laughs> sort of stroll. And the Snoopy. <laughs> yeah, doing all the, and then Snoopy's doing it with yeah, his like, nose in the air. I, I love actually that. like that scene, so I... I should have just gone with my gut on that one. It's all good. All right, folks. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. We will see you next week. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information.